Welcome to the Renewing the Center podcast. My name is Chris McDaniel, and we want to thank you for joining us today. Here at Renewing the Center, we're answering God's call to work for the spiritual renewal of the church. For more information, visit renewingthecenter.org. We're glad to have you with us today. Now, let's make some space for God's renewing work. Today, we continue our reflection on the work of the Holy Spirit. But before we do, I want to ask you a question, maybe from your childhood. Have you ever heard the saying, you have not because you ask not? I think that question actually, or that statement rather, is really relevant to our exploration of the work of the Holy Spirit. One of the reasons why we're taking such time to think about the job description of the Holy Spirit, what the Holy Spirit does, is so that we'll know what to ask for. I believe that many of us come to a time like the one we're in right now experiencing lack with regard to an experience of the work of the Holy Spirit simply because we don't know what the Spirit does. For many of us, the Holy Spirit is sort of like the, the elusive member of the Holy Trinity, and we just don't know what the Spirit's here to do, and so we don't recognize this work in our life when it happens. But maybe more importantly, we don't ask specifically for the Holy Spirit to do the things that he has come to do. One of my goals in taking so much time to reflect on what the Holy Spirit does is to prompt and catalyze you asking the Spirit to do these things in your life over and over and over again. And I believe that once we see the Spirit working and begin to thank the Spirit, we're going to experience more and more of the Spirit's work. So let's jump in. I've just got a couple today that I'm going to add to the list that we've already created over the last number of days. So let's just dive right in. First thing I want to share today regarding the work of the Spirit is that the Holy Spirit increases our capacity to hear and experience God. John 16, uh, Jesus says this, I still have many things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth, for he will not speak on his own, but he will speak whatever he hears, and he will declare to you the things that are to come. He will glorify me, because he will take what is mine and declare it to you. All that the Father has is mine. For this reason, I said that he will take what is mine and declare it to you. Jesus in that moment says to Christians like us, I have more to say to you than you can handle. What Jesus is pointing out there is a capacity problem. He's essentially saying, you're a small cup and I've got a fountain and you just can't handle what I have to give. But then he says the Holy Spirit will actually guide us into all of that truth. The Holy Spirit is able to increase our capacity. He's able to take you from being a thimbleful when it comes to capacity to a reservoir, able to hold more and more of God's truth to hear and receive what God has for us. Y'all, this is really, really good news. The spirit of truth guides us. And there's that word, that guide word. And it reminds us of one of those words that we used early in our reflection, right? Paraclete, one of the words for the Holy Spirit. A paraclete, one who walks beside, one who guides you. So I want you to think of a, a backcountry guide, like a mountain backpacking guide. If you've ever been uh, privileged to be able to spend some time in the backcountry and a place like Colorado or Montana or Wyoming, or you've ever gone with a river guide on a rafting trip, you know how important a guide is because a guide is with you, in it with you, helping you get there, encouraging you when you're lost or scared, saying, we can do this. We've got this. 
that's one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to be the spirit of truth that guides us into what is true. The Holy Spirit wants to stretch you, increase you. And so if we're going to allow the Holy Spirit to do part of his job, which is to increase our capacity, we have to be willing to be stretched by God. We have to be willing to move out of our comfort zones, to do things that maybe make us feel a little bit insecure or vulnerable. We have to be willing to step out beyond our natural strengths. This is why I believe that risk is at the very heart of following God and working with the Holy Spirit. And maybe one of the reasons why many of us don't experience or encounter the Spirit is that we're risk averse. The Holy Spirit wants to stretch you. So where in your life right now do you feel an invitation to be stretched? Where do you feel like the Lord is maybe inviting you to nudge out a little bit of your comfort zone? One of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to actually work with you when you agree with God and get out of your comfort zone, to stretch your capacity. I believe the Lord wants each and every one of us to have a higher capacity for truth, a higher capacity for awareness of the presence of God. And one of the very clear descriptions on the Holy Spirit's work list is to stretch and increase and enlarge your capacity to experience and be aware of God. Listen to this. John 14, Jesus says, I've said these things to you while I am with you, but the advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you everything and remind you of all that I've said to you. And then he says, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let them be afraid. Do you hear that? It's the same thing. Jesus is saying that the Holy Spirit's going to teach us everything. He's going to remind us of everything Jesus has said. He's going to stretch our capacity. And one of the ways that he does that is he reminds us. I love the fact that Jesus chose to use that term when he was speaking of the work of the Spirit. Because one of the ways the Holy Spirit increases our capacity is to remind us of things that we forget when we're under pressure and under stress. And you know that this is true in your life. It's true in mine. When I'm under stress, when I'm under water, really, and a lot of us are right now, we forget. We forget things that we know at other times. We forget that things are true, uh, that we knew were true when the sun was shining and the wind was at our backs, when everything was good. When we get into crisis, we forget. And one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to remind us, to nudge us, And there's no coincidence there in the progression of that text that that reminding, that nudging to say, hey, 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 Chris, remember, I'm in charge. Remember, you're not alone. Remember, you don't have to figure everything out on your own. Remember, Chris, you don't have to control all the outcomes. Those are the things the Spirit reminds me of. I I don't know what he's reminding you of, but probably he's teaching a lot of us similar stuff right now. When I hear those things, I'm able to access the peace of God in ways that I can't when I don't hear those things. And that's why Jesus said, right after saying the Holy Spirit will remind you, he said, peace. I don't give you peace like the world gives. I'm giving you a different kind of peace, a sturdier peace that will move you out of being troubled and afraid. So where are you troubled and afraid right now? The Holy Spirit has come to increase your capacity to remind you so that you'll have peace. Peace is essentially a settled awareness of the nearness of God's presence. 
And the Spirit will help you gain access to things that you would otherwise not be able to contain so that you can experience a peace that you cannot muster up on your own. This is why I invite the Holy Spirit to work every time I open my Bible or every time I face a challenge or a, a, a question or a problem for which I do not have a solution or an answer. The second thing I want to say to you is this. The Holy Spirit searches the depths of God and the depths of me. <laughs> I'm going to say that again. The second thing I want to say today about the Holy Spirit's work is that the Holy Spirit searches the depths of God and the depths of my own heart and yours. Listen to this from 1 Corinthians 2. These things God has revealed to us through the Spirit. For the Spirit searches everything, even the depths of God. For what human being knows what is truly human except the human spirit that is within? So also no one comprehends what is truly God's except the Spirit of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit that is from God, so that we may understand the gifts bestowed on us by God. And we speak of these things in words not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the Spirit, interpreting spiritual things to those who are spiritual. Listen to what Paul says. Those who are unspiritual do not receive the gifts of God's Spirit, for they are foolishness to them, and they're unable to understand them because they're spiritually discerned. Those who discern, who are spiritual discern all things, and they are themselves subject to no one else's scrutiny. For who has known the mind of the Lord so as to instruct him? And then Paul finishes with this, but we have the mind of Christ. Y'all, the Spirit, part of the Spirit's job is to go deep is to plumb the depths of the heart of God, that unsearchable reservoir of God's riches that we can never access on our own. The Holy Spirit is able to get to the bottom of the heart of God. And this results in the Spirit inviting us to deeply understand things that we would not otherwise understand. So one of the ways the Holy Spirit increases our capacity is because the Holy Spirit is able to go deeper than we could ever go. And as a result, when you walk with the Spirit, you become a deeper person. And I hear this all the time. Everybody wants to be deep. We all want to be able to, to, to demonstrate a kind of embodied depth that people will respond to. We all want to be settled, right, and deep. And when the world's running around like chickens with their heads cut off, we want to be settled and deep people. Well, one of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to go deep into the heart of God and then lead you into deeper places in God so that you become a deep and settled and rooted person. See, there's wisdom here, Paul is saying, that the Holy Spirit then is able to help us discern spiritual things. Y'all, you're supposed to be able to discern spiritual things. And that's the job of the Holy Spirit. Think of a guide, again, one of those backcountry guides. Maybe I'm thinking about backcountry guides because we're stuck in our homes, right? And I just want to get out in the woods and do something. So I've been thinking about this a lot lately. Well, the Holy Spirit is like one of those guides. Imagine someone who's grown up in a, in a place where they've explored all the things, all the parts, all the nooks and crannies of a wilderness that are not on tourist maps. And then that guide leads you back in. See, you won't just hit the highlights. You'll go into some places that uh, garden variety out-of-towners don't know about, won't have access to. The same is true in your walk with God. The Holy Spirit wants to lead you into deep, rich, nuanced places in the heart of God. That's what the Spirit longs to do. And finally, I want to say this. The Holy Spirit is able to soften our hearts. 
Ezekiel 36, God says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from your heart the heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit in you and move you to follow my decrees and be careful to keep my laws. Life has a way of hardening our hearts. One of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to soften your heart. And that means that as you walk with the Spirit and invite the Spirit to soften your heart, He will begin to undo the cynicism that becomes entrenched in our souls. And many of us right now are struggling with cynicism in a way that's really disappointing. We, we find that we don't believe the best about people. We don't believe the best about one another. And oftentimes that cynicism creeps into our view of God. We don't believe the best about God. One of the jobs of the Holy Spirit is to soften our hearts, is to make you childlike again. And so maybe today you find yourself a bit crusty, a bit hard around the edges, a bit cynical. The Holy Spirit alone, only the Holy Spirit, is able to take us from being cynical and move us to being childlike, is able to remove a heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh. So I would just ask you today to look at your heart to think about your heart and say, Lord, where do I need to experience your softening work? That's exactly where the Holy Spirit wants to come in. So let's invite him in. Let's pray. God, it's been such a gift to spend so much time reflecting on the work of the Holy Spirit. We pray that you would make us aware of what it is you want to do, Holy Spirit, so that we would invite you specifically to come into our context. In Jesus' name, amen. As we end, remember, our goal is to learn to reflect on and respond to God's renewing work in our everyday lives. So take some time to recall an idea or image that encouraged or challenged you in this episode. Carry this with you into your day as a conversation starter between you and God. Allow him to show you how it connects to your life right now. What does he want you to know or do? And how will you respond? Thanks for listening. We look forward to having you back with us here next time at Renewing the Center.